people love is um, is amazing, and that we are all probably lucky enough to have been on the receiving end of that love and care. And um, I am always grateful if I know that Nairi is involved in something, it will be okay. So, and I'm really I love it when you get passionate about things and talk to things with excitement. So I'm really pleased that you're here and you're willing to share this with us today. Thank you. I'm really pleased with this gift from Fleur because this is not normally my place or something that I'm particularly skilled at, but today I'm actually quite motivated. So I've got zillions of papers. Thanks, James. And I'm going to need all this space. So today I want to share with you an organisation called Days for Girls and I want to share some hope because we do lots of lament, and it's time for hope. So I'm pretty pleased to be following communion, because in communion we talk about Jesus shedding his blood for us so that we can have a relationship with him, which is pretty cool. I'm going to talk about a different kind of blood today, but I'm a cup half full person, actually, more than that, I would think. I love hearing good news stories. I'm always on the lookout for good in people, good in situations, good driving around on our roads, of which I spend a lot of my time in the newspaper and community, I see a lot of good in this church, and that gives me great hope when I watch all you guys in action. So we've been looking at various psalms, thanks Liz, um, which start with lament and end in hope. And um, some of my sharing today might cause you to lament a little bit, but I really want you to focus on the hope. So despite the tragedies and disasters that happen in the world on a daily basis, I believe there's a lot of good going on. Sometimes though, you have to look for it it can pass you by quickly. And it's often not the governments and the people in power that start the seeds of change that can end in great hope and lasting change. It's often solo individuals who are looking, making a decision, acting, and then they keep showing up, like a lot of you. So Days for Girls is an organisation that is all about periods and menstruation, or menstruation. Something that God has created in half of us for a reason. God loves our bodies. He thinks we are really good. The womb and its ability to hold and build life, in my opinion, is a bit of a miracle. So here's a quick question. Hands up all those who think they might start menstruating at some time in the next 10 years. Hands up all those who might be currently menstruating. There should be more hands, people. Or we've got a problem. Hands up all those who have finished menstruating and are on the other side. Hands up all those who live with menstruators and have to deal with the chaos and the hormones and the horror of menstruating women. Yes, there'll be mothers in there as well. And who has to do mercy dashes to the supermarket? Because there's a problem. <laughs> Lots of hands. Thank you, people. So this topic actually affects all of you. So none of you are going to miss out on today's discussion, even though you think, what the heck, periods in church? Well, bring it on, I say. Anyway, we've already talked about Psalm 39, and 139, and it makes it abundantly clear that God's really into this period business. He says, for you created my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made, and your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was created in that secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. 
All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. So we are all extraordinarily created and loved by God. So I want you to bear that in mind as I share my story of hope. So we're going to have a PowerPoint of which James has already started it. Thank you, James. I was going to turn my timer on so I haven't a clue how much time I've got. So, oh, oh, I'm pushing it without thinking. Days for Girls. Let me tell you about Days for Girls. Days for Girls is a 15-year-old global award-winning not-for-profit NGO organisation bringing menstrual health, education and dignity and opportunity to, so far, 2.9 million women and girls worldwide. The idea is to shatter the stigma and the limitations associated with menstruation for improved health, education and livelihoods. At the beginning, let me tell you how it all started. Days for Girls began back in 2008 when founder American Celeste was working with the foundation in Kenya, assisting an orphanage on the outskirts of Nairobi. After she returned home, she was praying for the plight of the orphanage and one night suddenly woke with a burning question that had come from nowhere. What are the girls doing for menstrual hygiene? The answer came back from the orphanage. Nothing. Celeste learned that the girls were sitting on cardboard in their rooms for every day of the month, often going without food unless someone thought to bring it to them. So we were talking before about those who are menstruating, um, well, the menstruators in the room. For any of you menstruating today, in some parts of the world, you would not be welcome here in this place of worship because you would be considered to be unclean. So welcome all you menstruators that might be sitting out there today. So upon hearing this, her goal was then to get the girls back in school. She sent disposable pads, planning to provide a washable, usable fabric option when she returned later to Kenya. This was a stopgap. But the major problem with the disposable pads was there's no healthy way of disposing with them. And when she returned, they were just littering the fence, fences around the latrine area. Disposable pads in this environment was not a sustainable solution. She then rallied a team, all the churches in her area that she could get to, and she had three weeks to design and make 500 kits because she wanted every single girl, of which there were 500, in the orphanage to have and she had to do all that before she flew back with her support team. She was very aware also of the need for education to go with this, and so was sourcing appropriate material to take back. A huge, huge job. And it was after this first distribution that was very successful that her world changed forever, and with her dream to support women and girls to reclaim not only the lost days at school, which is where the Days for Girls comes from, um, but also give them the ability to gain dignity, freedom, and some safety. So Celeste has now been the key worker in Days for Girls International for the past 14 years, and we've reached nearly 3 million women and girls with menstrual health and um, education. And one of the slogans is, believing in a world where periods are never a problem. And I first heard about Days for Girls five years ago. I was looking into the work of a missionary in Cambodia, can't I remember why now, and I saw that they were in partnership for Days for Girls, which I had no idea who they were. I researched them online, emailed my local chapter organisation, a woman called Rita, here in Christchurch, and I knew I'd found something that I could get behind and that I could support. I was so excited. I think I even cried because I knew it was a God moment for me. So it shows how easy these God moments can come on something so basic as a period. So who are we reaching 
In the world, like it says on the slide, there's 1.5 billion women of reproductive age. 500 million of them are living on less than $1.25 a day. These are the ones we are reaching. They need access to menstrual supplies, menstrual health, and a lot of these women have no idea how their bodies work or even how long it takes to actually grow a baby, um, and they need support. So these are the sorts of people that we are reaching. Each year, these girls can miss up to nine weeks of the education just because they've got their period. Um, in the slide, it talks about the different areas. This is great because you can read all that. So read away. Um, and it's estimated that on any given day, 300 million people with periods are menstruating in the world. It's a lot of us. So Days for Girls took on the solution trying to tackle this period poverty, which means women and girls who have no access to menstrual supplies or menstrual education, and it covers four different areas. One is the washable pads. Um, these are really beautiful pads that are washable and sustainable. With that, with every single distribution comes menstrual health education, which is designed by advocates to deliver um, all the education, including aversion for boys and men. The social entrepreneurs, where we help local leaders establish sustainable businesses, and there's lots of policy and advocacy going on at government level to change things in a global um, way. The Days for Girls kit, this is based on feedback over 14 years of um, Days for Girls. There's 31 different changes to this pattern, and it's now patented. So I've got some people who are going to help me, because I want you to see up close what these are like. This is what it looks like when they get it. And inside here, all handmade, of course, is a pack that comes like this. So in here, we've got reusable pads, which look like this. Looks like a little hanky, hangs on the line. No one really knows what it's for, and it hides stains. These kits can last for up to three years, which is pretty impressive. Comes with a little shield that you wrap around your underpants, and you can take this little bit out and put a fresh one in. Very easy. If you're a heavy bleeder, put in lots. If you have had babies, you get the next version up. It comes with knickers, it comes with a flannel, it comes with soap, it comes with a little sheet of how you can use it. And it comes in this little pouch, which you'll see as it goes around, which is a waterproof pouch. So if you're at school and you've been using it and you want to change your pad, you pop in a fresh one, you put your used one in this little pad and you shut the lid. You can put a little bit of moisture in there if you want and then you can stick it in your bag, take it home and deal with it when you, when you get home. So I think these are pretty cool, pretty fun, gorgeous to look at, all made to an extremely high standard, and I sometimes sit behind the sewing machine and help make them happen. That's my bit. Anyway, um, 
like I said, it's a patented pattern and it's gone through lots and lots of um, upgrades to be what it is today. So the acceptance rate is really, really high. People get so excited about these bags. They have little, require little water, they're very fast drying, they're sustainable, um, it lasts for three years, like I said, it saves money, because once I've got one for three years, there's no other ongoing costs. Very environmentally friendly, because it will break down, you can probably put it in the compost when you need to get some more. So for some women, like I was mentioning, they have periods for 3,000 days of their life, and 113 to 136 kg of single-use pads and tampons are used by one person in a lifetime. And some contain chemicals and aren't particularly environmentally friendly. It's estimated to cost around about $3,000. I don't know where they get that figure from, because I think it might be more in a lifetime of buying periods, uh, period um, products like here in New Zealand. Washable pads, menstrual pants, menstrual cups are all on the rise globally, especially as concern for the environment raises. And in New Zealand, one of our Days for Girls kits that you've just have passed around um, costs $20. There's volunteer chapters, that's how we work. The overarching work of volunteers um, take place within impact zones, which I'll hopefully get to tell you about a little bit later. So the idea is for us volunteers, of which I'm one, to raise awareness of menstrual health, to host events and fundraise. Last year, for the first time ever, we took over the, dist the distribution and selling of preserves and stuff that are sold out of the Burwood Hospital um, shop. And every year, well, from now on, we're going to be doing a sales table at Christmas time. We did our first one last year. It was insane. We made 5,006 hours and we're run off our feet. So we have to change how we do it next year so that we do it better. We're increasing uh, access to menstrual health education. We're looking at sewing the Days for Girls kits. We meet um, here in Christchurch and people are doing the sewing throughout the, throughout the week. We support local leaders and we're looking at lots of community advocacy. And worldwide, over the past 14 uh, years, we've had over 70,000 individuals volunteering their time through 691 chapters worldwide. So a chapter really is an American way of saying a group. So Days for New Girls New Zealand is a registered not-for-profit not in New Zealand and is a country affiliate with Days for Girls International. So volunteers across New Zealand are, are working on this constantly. We joined 30 other countries, and there is a total of about 584 or five chapters worldwide. New Zealand's got 11 chapters, two of those in the South Island, and we distribute over about 3,500 kits in a typical year. About 20 to 25 of those percent of those goes to New Zealand women. Uh, we have partnerships uh, in the Pacific region as well. So in 2019, New Zealand kits went to the following countries often with multiple distributions. Places like Borneo, Cambodia, Fiji, Ghana, India, Indonesia, Kenya, Nairobi, Papua New Guinea, Philippines, Samoa, Tonga, Uganda, Vanuatu, Zambia, Zimbabwe, and here in New Zealand. So Days for Girls ambassadors are the ones that do the educational health and distribute. Um, when they're just doing the distributions, they give the information. So... The, the, the two flip charts that are going around are the ones that accompany all of the distribution of kits. 
And on one side, it's a colourful picture. On the other side is what the, what the person teaching would be saying to the group of people that they are speaking to. So the topics cover puberty, reproductive systems, menstrual cycle, how to track it, hygiene, um, including urinary tract infections, how to, how to hygienically and safely use the whole kit, self-defence, teaching about protecting yourself from human trafficking, sexually transmitted diseases, looking at hand washing. In some countries, early child marriages are prevented at the chief level in the community. Female genital mutilation has been stopped in some countries or some areas in countries, and new practices have been put in place in those communities to alternately or, or to celebrate a, woman, a girl becoming a woman in a more appropriate um, way. Men and boys are crucial partners in this. Every man and boy is connected to someone who menstruates. A mother, wife, daughter, friend, sister, co-worker, classmate. And men and boys are crucial partners in the efforts to shatter the stigma and the limitations associated with menstruation. It's called the Days for Girls Men Who Know, MWK. And there's a curriculum for them. What happened is all the boys would want to peek in the windows when the girls were having their education sessions and they wanted to be involved and know what was going on because the girls were all so excited. And the husband of Celeste used to go and do bubbles and balls with all the boys outside um, and they quickly learned that the men needed to be involved as well. The boys needed the education so they could support the women in the community, especially as a lot of the men were perpetrators. So the topics for the boys include healthy us, healthy you, healthy communities, strong choices, a discussion on power, strength, respect and support for menstruators, hygiene and hand washing, puberty, male and female reproductive systems, reproduction, the menstrual cycle, prevention of sexually transmitted infections and human trafficking avoidance. Nelson Mandela said education is the most powerful weapon which you can use to change the world. And the slide above basically says why. It makes people more relaxed, confident, it breaks down taboos and stigmas, it has lasting impact because they then pass the information on to their, to their daughters. It ensures body literacy, people understand how they work and why they work and it can be a surprise to many. And one woman got up and ranted in her language and the, and the person who was presenting didn't have a clue what she was saying. And later on, her statement, well, it was interpreted, and she was saying, where were you eight babies ago? Because they needed this information to support and protect themselves in their community. And it allows for informed choices. A lot of them did not know they had the right to say no. Um, and intergenerational um, education. So what I'm going to do now is, um, thanks, James, is we're going to look at a, at a three-minute video clip where you can hear from some of the girls themselves. I'm <laughs> School Aunikrama Batoma means I got here. Ramala Batoma in the no Rambra Mosu Slago, Animo Gorki, Gorgoera, Miramomili Bonibomaji Mosadin Samagushma was it. Miramali means Vanigra, Osuda, no Rambro, one era one of it. 
मलाई छाउ बोर्डमा बस्दाखेरि एकदमै डर लागेको कतै सर्पले डस्छ कि कोही केटाहरु आउँछन् कि भन्ने एउटा खुल्ला किसिमको बोर्डमा बस्दाखेरि मलाई एकदमै डर लागेको थियो मेरो नाम लीला सिंह खड़ा हो मॉडेस्ट फॉर गर्ल्स कालीकोट में फील ऑफिस के रूम में काम करती मैं छाव पड़ी मैं और क्या को एकदम ही और बन्ना खौरक लागी एकदम ही डॉल लागी मैं छोरी वायर की नज़र नहीं इस तो बनी लागी की ना बन्ना है रे दिन में सही कसे को अनवर है ना ना मिले बोन में अथवा � महिला तथा किशोरी आ रहे हैं कोशिश जैसे सुरक्षित रखने वाले से हम जैसे लक्ष्यों हम हम लोग जैसे डीएफसी ले बने को कॉरी कुलमा अनुसार से हम जैसे महिला तथा किशोरी आ रहे हैं शिक्षा देने काम करते हैं जस्ते जैसे महीना वाली संबंधी कोशिश सा हाथ कोशिश दुमने मैन ऑफ ये विधन बाटा कोशिश प्यारों रूबी तरण गर्सों, छाव पड़ी पड़ता लाये सही, अंतिक अन्न तेती साजी लोचे छाई ना, तर ऐसे हम लेके सफलता से हासिल करेगा सा, सानो बोटना बसते, तर ऐले से फड़ा किलो रस्सा छामा बसे दे, गौरी को पाचो। हम रस्सा मास माई ना, मौइना गौरी बॉय को बेला मौइना गौरी लायो केरे पाप हो आयना मौनारी बने को क्यों है ना अन्य मौनारी को बारे में हमें एकदम दियों में ना सस्ते शिक्षे प्यार डरू को बारे में आयेंगे प्यार डरू वहाँ रूले ये तो कौशल यूज़ करने था नहीं उनके ना नहीं मौले इसलिए इसको तालिम ले कर दा मौनावारी पाप होने इसे को बर्दान हो अन्य ग्रासी देशवास संसार का महिला आरु समाज में गुलमिल उन्हें उन्हीं को अधिकार को पूरा हो इस तरह परिवर्तन करना को लगी छाव पड़ी पड़ता लाइ परिवर्तन करना जरूरी था inspired. Um, my last slide, I think the next part that I'm going to talk about is looking at the social entrepreneurs. Um, this cultivates locally driven mental health leadership, generating opportunities and entrepreneurship for low and low income um, communities. Excellent, thank you. Um, this came about because um, it was so successful that the local communities that these were being distributed to, the people there wanted to have their own. And so we started the, well, the entrepreneurship was started where people in local communities ran their own businesses, had their own sewing machines, did everything under the umbrella of Days for Girls. So it's looking at um, 
and enabling people to be um, independent in their community. So it's all local taught, local sourced, locally sown, education is locally, and um, in some parts of the world now, Days for Girls has stepped right back. Um, uh, we have found that even in the low-income and rural communities, families who are willing to invest in small purchases that make a difference, because um, some people think, well, why should they have to pay for them? But by selling the Days for Girls, Kits, the enterprises are a sustainable solution which may continue to operate for many years to come. It creates long-term access points for menstrual products that people can count on, and the girls who use the kits can then buy replacement kits as needed, as well as refer members of their family and other people in the community. With these efforts, there's um, a lot that goes on at government level now in order to ensure the information is um, at a high level, um, and distributed through the community. There's, there's a big thing called sustainable development goals, and a lot of those um, points are very relevant to Days for Girls and what they hope to achieve. Um, that video shown said one million. I'm not too sure how long ago that was actually created, but there's now 2.9 million in 145 countries that have been reached. This one shows the percentages of where they're found. New Zealand doesn't rate a mention, but Aussie's in there. The impact zones, mentioned about those before, is how this comes together. So this system was created in 2020, um, and it's called the impact zones. So this provides us with a system that allows for all the Days for Girls stakeholders to continue reaching, um, reaching our people. These zones are divided up into the red zone, um, and this is only possible because of the work that's been going on since um, 2008. Um, so the social enterprises are start, so they're locally led and thriving, like I mentioned before. The red zone countries are places like Bangladesh, Guatemala, Malawi, Uganda, Dominican Republic, Kenya, South Africa, Rwanda, Lebanon, Lesotho, Zimbabwe, Ghana, Nepal. Not necessarily the whole country, but aspects of them. So um, there's lots of Days for Girls chapters that are um, using these, the system and making their own kits. The orange zone, this is where it's a bit of a combination where you've got the beginnings of social enterprises, but Days for Girls um, still move in these countries so our kits can go to these countries and the idea is to have them transition into the red zone down the track. So these are ones like Gambia, Mali, Cambodia, Nigeria, Sierra Leone, India, Zambia, to name a few. The third zone is the blue zone. That's the rest of the world, all 160 other countries approximately. They have no Days for Girls social enterprises in these zones, so the goal would be to be establishing them in the future. And I'm not reading everything on my things. So the whole point with the Days for Girls is to continue to shatter the stigma and the limitations associated with menstruation for improved education and livelihood outcomes for these people. So we're working together with volunteers, social entrepreneurs, governments and other organisations to achieve this. The dream is big and the goal is all girls everywhere, period. And that is going to take all of us working together to achieve. 
there's a Māori whakatauki that I really like, that I think sits really well with this goal. It's ihara taku toa iti toa taki tahi. Ngāri hi toa takatini. Success is not the work of one, but the work of many. So what can you do? Mostly nothing. Because I know that all of you have your own passions. And it's important that you follow what God puts on your heart. But you can add us to your prayer list. You could join a chapter. You could donate funds. You could donate materials. For me, knowing that the work of the Days for Girls is going on by volunteers every moment of every day, somewhere in the world, for all people with period, gives me enormous hope. And they're only one group that are making a difference. There are millions out there working at, well, maybe not millions, but many groups working at grassroots level, impacting people and communities in really life-changing ways. So I'm going to close with a prayer. This is a prayer taken from Lectio 360 that I listened to yesterday, and I thought it was really fitting. It's called A Prayer of Approach. Let me embrace justice and mercy. Grant me humility. Supply me with enough faith to give my life away, and bless me with strength when I grow weary. Lord, let the knowledge of your love fuel my commitment, inform my passions, Stir my gratitude and help me transform the world for you and your glory. Amen. And that was not my prayer for me. That was my prayer for us as a group because we each play a role in transforming God's world. Thank you for listening. Thank you, James. <laughs>